welcome to Stark Raven Mad, a Game of Thrones podcast. I am your host, Mike Marbach. Uh, we're going to be covering episode three of season five, titled High Sparrow, or The High Sparrow. Hello, Sparrow. Yeah, hello, Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's go around to the right and introduce yourself. Uh, hey, guys. It's Corinne. Uh, what's up? <laughs> uh, this is Kevin. How's it going? <laughs> how's it going? How's it going? I did not say how. I said how. How's it? That's Frank. Hello. Hi, it's Rob. That's everybody. Uh, all right, and no lively we're, cast. We're going to uh, go right to a couple quick reviews that Corinne's going to uh, give I, a shout. Can I just say I'm not a Nazi? I'm sorry. All right. Uh, she's going to give a couple shout outs too, and then we're going to talk about the contest that we've got going on. Yeah, shout out to um, uh, DWFP25, uh, RFKP26. Are these made up? They, they sound like <laughs> prodig- <laughs> old prodigy email addresses. And. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and President Barack Obama. Uh, uh, nickname Ev. Nope. Nick. Nick. I'm just going to spell it. N i c k k n a m e v g z v c h v. A lot of content. Are you guys hey, real? Internet, internet. Can you fucking act together? With uh, this this one, I'm actually. Okay. This one, I am going to read. Can I read? Uh, I, this one, Corinne is going to read. Um, because we, well, not we, David put out a challenge, uh, last podcast for someone to write a haiku and shout him out. Uh, and this person did all of them, so why don't don't you take it away? so, review number 23, entitled Shout Out to David. Uh, the date, April 23rd, 2015. My thoughts on the podcast can be best shown in my agreement with everyone else's comments in the form of a haiku. I agree with all. Of that, I agree with all. Of that, I agree. <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah, uh, and it's not really, I mean, just saying shout out to David, it's not really, it's not really building him up to anything. It's like, there were a couple of the reviews that, uh, Q102 shout out. yeah, a couple of the reviews last time. I think David, David wanted something, some sort of compliment, um, <laughs> So that, let that be the challenge. Uh, throw a compliment David's way, I guess. Yeah, it's, it's challenging. He has yeah. a great voice. <laughs> Kevin has won the contest. <laughs> uh, speaking, speaking of the contest, if you uh, rate and write a review for Stark Raven Mad uh, in the month of April, you will be entered to win the World of Ice and Fire hardcover book, uh, which will be announced. The winner will be announced on the May the 4th. Podcast, the podcast that will be out May the fourth, following uh, next week's episode. Yeah, that drone's expensive. Yeah, autographed by the entire SRM team. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, on, on the on the written pages. <laughs> yeah. Just random pages. And May the fourth be with you. Yeah. Wrong, In this contest. Wrong fandom, guys. Nope. And lastly, if you have anything to say, email us. Email us at srmpodcast at gmail Twitter. Uh, at SRM Podcast. David has been live-tweeting the show, uh, and we're kind of quickly building up. Uh, we're almost into the triple digits as far as followers go. Ooh, yeah, 100. Uh, he's doing a great job with that, and he's, he's actually really... Uh, he's, it's really funny. He's really funny if you... Uh, I didn't get to watch anything tonight uh, that he was doing, but I'm sure it was great. Uh, yeah, if you want to go through and see if there's any kind of... Uh, <laughs> 
um, sweet tweets. <laughs> We're not going to come sweet, 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 sweet Robin, bro. Sweet, sweet, sweet Robin. We need a Robin. music intro to that. Sweet, sweet, sweet tweets. Sweet Robin, I love that. All right, let's move on uh, to first impressions of of this episode. This was my favorite episode of the whole show. Of this the whole what? show in like seasons past. Yes. Wow. Can I, I do something? Why why have you become the heel of yeah, the show? Yeah, he just trolls everybody on the podcast. All right, that was a little bit of an antagonistic <laughs> approach to what Rob said about last episode being. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Okay. 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 Right. Um, I thought I, I, I really, really um, loved how things were shaken up in this episode. For me, as a book reader, and, and embracing this new approach that the show is taking of Diverging from the books thoroughly. It, <laughs> it it was... I did not see... I was surprised more in this episode than I have been in the whole show. Honestly. Yeah, I can... I'll give you that. I was, there was definitely, like, a few things. I was like, oh. 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 <laughs> in that progression. <laughs> that was just when you saw the high septum naked, though, to be fair. Yeah. Guys, that was the hottest... Still didn't get to see his butt. dick. The hottest little Hank Hill butt I've ever seen. <laughs> it was a Hank Hill butt. <laughs> Just flat and doughy. Yeah. <laughs> God damn it, Sparrow. <laughs> God damn it, Bobby. Uh, and uh, anybody else? Uh, I liked. <laughs> I yield to. Yeah. I. Uh, it was. You know what occurred to me? There are so many storylines going on that it, it made me think of. They they could have done this season like season four of Arrested Development, like mm-hmm. where they could have done like just entire episodes just devoted yeah. to just characters. Yeah. Mm. And because uh, we, we they, I like this episode, but it, it occurs to me that like so many characters' stories are moving at kind of a slow pace because we're just getting like brief, quick looks at them and then going someplace else immediately. Great. But I like it. You would love the books. Right. <laughs> um, I this episode was boring. I I don't know if maybe I'm sleepy, but like I felt my eyelids getting a little heavy at certain points of this, and I was just like, um, there were definitely big moments, and there were some, uh, yeah, there were some surprising twists, um, but it's just just, it's a lot of build up. It's a lot of build up to like I don't know, like let's let's see what let's see what it's a lot of build up to. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with that. It's now almost we've had little movement over the, over the season so far, as um, because it does feel like that. It does feel like just three episodes of just getting oh, going. Well, the first episode was just recap. Yeah, the first episode was. <laughs> it was just <laughs> where are they? Five minute previously on. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. And I then, wasn't. And and then yeah, these two episodes are just like. Just gradually putting Jenga pieces, building them, oh. just real slowly. I remember what happens to Jenga pieces. Mm. <laughs> if you stink, I, if you're not good at it. Mike has never lost Jenga. <laughs> I, I still think this is one of the bigger episodes that I've seen in the whole show. Yeah, it, it, I think it's really good. Uh, I mean, uh, Last week was fan- a fantastic episode. This week, I don't for me wasn't that much below that, but it's still just a lot of. 
I a think lot of build up. I last think week this blew me away. week was better than last week. <laughs> I don't get last, last week. week blew I, don't, me away. I was last like, week, okay. Right. You okay. know, I don't know. It's just it. Uh, last week, I ran around my apartment when I was watching it. Okay. All right, let's start uh, getting into some of it. We're going to begin in King's Landing, mm. uh, and I mean, we can just keep this kind of kind of open, uh, and I'll keep track of what we've what we've hit, what we what we didn't. So, what were some of the big things uh, in there? Tom and getting <laughs> Tom and Tom and got his V card punched. Yeah. <laughs> Sir over and over and over. Pounce, <laughs> it was yeah. great. He said, "He's like, I'm sorry, did I hurt you?" And she's like, "No, no, I'm good." No, you good? Yeah. And he's also like, uh, "This is all I want to do, like today, tomorrow, the next day, the day after." Uh, could we do? They we just- are like even even though like Marjorie is uh, like just very um, manipulative. Not manipulative. Oh, I don't think she's. Manipulative. I don't think she is manipulative, but like uh, in in a in a good way. In a way that I can get behind, they are like really cute together. Oh, here we go. They were just like real cute. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, it was it was like the it felt very like um like she's all that. I don't know. It felt like like a very like cutesy late nineties like teenage rom com. Yeah, yeah, bearded barley. Um, Sorry, Rob. (laughs) But it was like. Uh, I don't know. Like it was, he was so excited and happy, and and it also I don't has know. A, like who had? I, I don't know, maybe my maybe my maybe my losing my virginity experience was. Uh, I was just like, yeah, uh, that's a thing if, that happened. If I lost my virginity to Marjorie Tyrell, I would probably just kill myself. Yeah, because how does it get better? I don't know. You keep banging Marjorie Tyrell, and you're the king. <laughs> yeah. Which is, which is what, what today, what is tomorrow, it's the next exactly day, said. the day after. Yeah. Uh, it did have a feeling of uh, just. I mean, to use Marjorie's personality, that that he's just a pet. Mm-hmm. He, she. I mean, he's under total control. He's going to do, and we saw this through the episode a little bit. He's already trying to push mom out the yeah. door. Hey, mom, remember how much you like uh, <laughs> not being here? Yeah. Remember that <laughs> when you said, uh, "Hey, mom, you're cramming my style a little bit." <laughs> hey, mom, remember that time you said you went to Hershey Park when you were a girl and like you liked Hershey Park? Guess what? You're going. We live in Hershey Park now. You get to go live there. Why? Why are you bringing up Hershey Park now? I don't understand. <laughs> They're sponsor of the. Uh, podcast. <laughs> Hershey Park and Hershey Park. Never forget your first time. That's a free tagline that I'm giving you. Hershey, Hershey Park. Park you also it. now a retired living home. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> what Hershey Park now with peanuts? That's where she said she's getting sent to live at Hershey Park. Yeah, right? yeah. Output, at the ripe old age of 35. Yeah, that's, no, that's she's 42. Yeah. I think she's like in her 40s. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, one of the things in. In there, like when they first cut to it, is that everybody was screaming Marjorie, 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 mm-hmm. and she's in there just looking so pissed in her little uh, her little cart um, shadow box in her shadow box, sure. Uh, and oh, that... everything they're doing now is really just playing into that prophecy, uh, not playing into it, but highlighting it, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I, Kevin, I would also let us recall. The let us recall <laughs> straight daggers she was shooting. Marjorie, like, let me know anything I can do for you. Yeah, like, that I'm going to fucking kill you, bitch. I... That's basically what she was saying. And you, Mar- you mean Marjorie like to Cersei? Cersei to Marjorie. Okay. Cersei, 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 Cersei seemed like she had like like 
not the upper hand in that conversation. Yeah, at all. very much. Like so. her, her face was just like real sad about everything, and Marjorie just kept digging. Like, oh, what should we call you? The Queen Mother um, or the, the Dowager? Dowager Queen. The worst one was. Uh, it's like, oh, if any of you were coming, we'd have had wine here. Oh, yeah. It was a little early, 9.30 in the morning, so like we don't really do wine at 9.30, but like, we know you're a huge fucking booze hound, and uh, we would figure you want to tie one on before, oh, I don't know, The Price is Right comes on. So, sorry about that. Sorry, we were just talking about how your son hit me hard last night. Although, although hit me hard. Back to the, back to the sex thing, though, like, it did cut to, it did cut to, like, after whatever happened, happened, but in my head, he was like, did I hurt you? And what happened was she put a saddle on her and rode her around the room and he was like, I'm really sorry. I got, I got handsy with the crop. And she's like, no, 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 it's totally fine. By the way, this is what sex is. And then now like, that's it. like I, all I want to do is ride the queen around like a horse. But speaking of the... But I'm a silly person. Of the editing of the, the show, this was... They do this every once in a while within the show. They don't do it every single episode where they cut, like someone mentions something and they cut to that. Someone mentions something and they cut to that. It's like bad improv. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Uh, and I don't know. I really, as far as the show goes, as far as storytelling goes, um, I really, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I, I liked how they didn't cut to them having sex because, like, in our minds, Tommen still might yeah, be a little it was still boy. Weird. So it was just like after sex panting. <clears throat> it's just like, <sighs> <laughs> just him. <Yeah. laughs> She was not panting. Yeah. The, the oh, editing. No, do let me uh, do let me rest up uh, your kingliness. The editing was definitely much better than that that one cut oh, yeah. that went to Daenerys. To Daenerys <laughs> where yeah. I think someone said that it looked like uh, uh, someone taped over something yeah. with porn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like the first harmless wedding that they've had in forever too. Nothing yeah. happened. Yeah, there was there was no build up where you're like, oh god, who's gonna die now? <laughs> yeah. Who's gonna yeah. die? It was just like, and I now pronounce you man and wife, kiss the bride, and then they, you know, so a, yeah. a dull wedding by Dothraki standards. <laughs> Very dull. true, true story. Uh, anything else on that particular side of things before we we move on to other King's Landing goings on? Uh. No. Oh, I, 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 it, it did stand out to me that they, like, um, kind of shoehorned in that Elena wasn't there anymore. Um, just so everyone knows mm-hmm. that yeah. she's not there anymore. Uh, already. Is that an actor thing? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Who was Elena? Uh, Queen of Thorns. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Grandma oh, yeah. Tyrell. Grandmom's not here anymore. Mom, mom. Mom, mom, Tyrell. <laughs> yeah. One thing that I'll just, just for, uh, book comparison, uh, that he, Toma is still, like, a, like a ten-year-old kid or something yeah. at that at this when he gets 10. married, he's yeah, like he's, he's, he's more interested in cats. She, yeah, she gives him kittens. And now he's interested in pussy. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> Fucking two points. Nailed it. Yeah. Drained it. Bring once again earning the uh, the explicit label on the podcast. Um, they they didn't age him just in the from the books to the show, but they aged him within the show itself, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 The natural... Last year, he hit puberty over the summer when he went to camp in High Garden. <laughs> they, they play with time very loosely. Loose, yeah. Very loosely in it's the show. different universe. However, as Corinne pointed out, his nipples did not grow at all. No. No, no they were quite tiny. I didn't talk about his nipples. Nipple. That was Katie. Katie brought oh. up his nipples. <laughs> Sorry. Get, get uh, it, Katie. Yeah. Katie uh, <laughs> they were quite, quite tiny. Katie on the <laughs> nipple factor. <laughs> 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 
Uh, this was a good episode for nipples. Just saying. I was terrified that that was the nudity that the show was speaking of. <laughs> and then you were relieved when it was the high septum. Phew. Oh, phew. <laughs> show me that high septum butt. Uh, speaking, butt. speaking of the high septum, so uh, cut to Peter Baelish's uh, brothel mm-hmm. and Run high septum. Run by Oliver. Run by, yeah, run by Oliver. Um, with a... Uh, with a fake beard on. What, <laughs> yeah. what was happening there? He was being a uh, god yeah. or yeah. something. The he high, was being like a... The High Septon had, had his little role-playing kink. He so wanted speaking, to Yeah, worship. speaking of porno, that was like the, the yeah. worst uh, yeah. low-budget Westeros it, porn. It, it reminded me of like... Uh, I don't know if people watch... Um, porn? No. Yeah. Well, I don't know if people watch like Sons of Anarchy... But so on the show, like they got they, they opened a porn studio, and every so often they'd go to like just just like the guys in the biker club, like watching a porn being shot. And so it's like, oh my god, I can't believe you came over here, Mister Neil deGrasse Tyson. Like it would be like really weird specific <laughs> pornos that they were doing. And this one was like, okay, on this next shot, the stranger and the mom and the mother totally start doing it in the werewood, and it's like it's just real bad. So Septon's in there, and some of the spar- Sparrows, Lancel, uh, yeah. Lancel, yeah. Lancel, and the Sparrows uh, come in. That's a band and, name. Yeah, uh, it is yeah. now Union Transfer this yeah. Wednesday. Uh, Lancel and the Sparrows come in and uh, basically attack him, and then send him out to the streets uh, naked. Uh, shame. Yeah, he went along with that pretty. Yeah, I think he had to. Right, yeah, I guess. But yeah. I couldn't stop thinking how weird it was. It's like such a comparison of like. In our like, if we moved it over, it would be like people like going to the Pope. Pope, yeah. And then the Pope was in the middle of having Jesus fantasy sex. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Those were yeah. the gods. It was so. Uh, yeah. I am offended that you actually brought that up. The Pope's coming to Philadelphia, so yeah. I'll bring it up with him. It was uh, uh, yeah. Which, if you think about it, like got off super easy then. If that yeah. was that level, like he yeah. was just like whipped him a couple times in the street, and and, yeah. and then he still got to be the Pope. No, right? no, he's in the dungeon oh, he's now. now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but he still gets to be the Pope. You can't not uh, be the Pope. Um, this was a big episode for role playing. Yes, because uh, later on we'll talk about we had the Daenerys, yeah. uh, Daenerys <laughs> I, one. I do want to po- just. I I think we should just point out that he picked the 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 um the stranger, stranger. and the maiden. Yeah. What a weirdo. Yeah. So he like death and and yeah. virgins. Yeah. This is. I'm imagining this is a thing that he does on the regular. Yeah. So it was kind of just like, well, what do I want today? Yeah. And he's I like, think- uh. You know, two is extra. It's like, whatever. I'm hot septum. <laughs> Let me. Uh... I'll yeah. run this shit. Be, be cool, man. Be yeah. cool. She's like, what the fuck? I'm for it. <laughs> Any idea what it means to like keep a fantasy rolling? <laughs> Good for it. Good for it. So the the septum goes to the small council. Uh, I guess it was small council. We were just <clears throat> meeting with Cersei uh, <laughs> and demands that a, uh, a that they take a stand against them. Uh, that they're kind of undermining him, which means they're undermining the entire religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she goes and she goes and sees uh, the High Sparrow. Mm-hmm. Power yeah. move. Yeah, power move. She's mm-hmm. like, hey, sometimes people need to protect each other. Yeah. How do you she feel about that? that? And she was like, by the way, can I get some of that weird red yeah. gruel you got? It looks pretty good. Also, uh, by the way, put some shoes on. <laughs> was the actor playing the High Sparrow? Have we seen Jonathan him Price. Jonathan Price. Price. He's, 
What, what did, he what was in, did he play? He's the bad guy in he's, Tomorrow. No, no, no. no. I mean, I mean oh. in Game oh, of in Thrones. I feel like no. I've seen him as a, a role in Game no. of Thrones. He hmm. does look like Maester Lewin a little bit. He does, yeah. Yeah, but no. Okay. I think he looks a little like Kyburn. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, can mm-hmm. I tell you? It looks like all the Maesters and former. When, um, when, uh, when the High Septon came in there and he, like, uh, addressed everybody, he was like, Tyrell, uh, Queen. And then he got to Kyburn and Kyburn was like, it don't matter. <laughs> don't even worry about, <laughs> about my name. Yeah, it reminded me a lot of, um, it reminded me a lot of, like, uh, Braum when he was like, Sir Braun of, son of, you wouldn't know him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is Jonathan Price a distracting casting choice, by the way? It's one of the larger names. Yeah. It's like Sean Bean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I thought that was so, because like, I couldn't I, I like couldn't not think of him as Jonathan Price. Yeah. Does it make you think he's going to die? I think... Because that's what uh, I think. I think Tywin. He's a big name to me. Charles Dance. Charles, Charles Dance. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, if anyone saw Allergy in the house... They know, you know, they couldn't get that out of their head while they were watching Thailand. (laughs) Alien 3. (laughs) Alien cubed. (laughs) Uh, Do do you think he's going to be a... Yeah. Something's going to happen. Well, because they're they're building up, like, this, like, religion thing. Religion just... No no good comes from from that. So, maybe I need some clarification on what is his religion... High Sparrow? High Sparrow? It's, yeah. the it's the same thing. It's as the Faith of Seven, thing. just, uh, just a, okay. like a, a like fundamental hardcore. Yeah. Think Great. of it kind like, of... The, the, think of like the Church of England versus like the Lutherans or whatever. Gotcha. Or, if you're really going with your Catholic, uh, your Catholic parallel from before, it's, it's almost like, uh, like a more traditional Pope and then like the new Pope is a, um, is he a Paulist? So it's like yeah. very, you know, much more um, meager living. Or even this new pope. pope that's what I mean. The yeah, new pope is, yeah. I think he's... Uh, he's a, um, a Franciscan. 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 Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you coke. know, it, it's like... New Coke. New Coke. <laughs> new Coke, New Coke. Same amount of calories. Yeah. <laughs> pope 2. All the religion you remember. Yeah. This yeah. Guy's, uh, so Cersei goes and she meets with Jonathan Price. Uh, and they... She lets him know that the Septon is in... The Red Keep. In the Red Keep. And that she, she's kind of on the same page with him. That if... Uh, this is this is what she says to him. Uh, that she's on this... You know, I I agree. I agree with all that. Um, like that haiku. Like that haiku. Uh, and... But, Kevin, you, ro- you rolled your eyes. Uh, so, what, what do you have to say about... They couldn't see that. That's why I said... <laughs> That's why I um, said it out right, loud. Well, well I, she... What you said was that she agrees with what he's saying, but this is obviously Cersei making a uh, grasp for a connection with, you know, this new mm-hmm. emerging Powerful power, yeah. which I think speaks to a larger statement, which is that there's this huge power void with Tywin gone, and um, <clears throat> the Tyrells, Cersei, the Sparrows... Hmm? The Boltons, like you're well, feeling, yeah. you're feeling ripples of that. Yeah, of, all of, over of, in King's Landing right yeah. now. Is the players are Sparrows, the Tyrells, and uh, Cersei really? Because the small council just keeps getting smaller. Yeah. Hmm. Anything else on on that point? Mm-mm. Uh, then we go to uh, 
the lab, the laboratory, <laughs> the laboratory yeah. uh, with Kyburn. Mm. The coolest part of the whole episode. And mm. what's that? Didi, get out of my laboratory. Didi, Cersei, get out of my laboratory. I like how she was like real casually in there. She was just like, hey, just uh, you know, just dropping this okay. off and uh, I'm hey, killing how's rats it? in here. Hey, how's the, get uh, out. How's the giant monster? Is it cool? Okay. Hey, I'm going to leave you to your giant monster. I'll just be... Yeah. Any of you not expecting uh, the mountain to kind of stir a little bit? I didn't. No? I didn't. No, I didn't. Because... I saw him. I saw him in the back. I was like, oh, they're holding him, like, riding for a little bit too long. (laughs) I almost think it's a stronger choice there to... I mean, it's a very, like, it's a monster movie move, right? Mm -hmm. To just make the monster jump and and surprise you, which it definitely did. But for me, like, from a storytelling standpoint, it's almost, like, more of a strong choice to to let it stay there and just be like, you know, like, you, like, like, he is still there. And, Mm -hmm. yeah, it was framed so cool. Yeah, maybe just a twitch of the foot or something. They're almost just like a... Like, um, you ever see the movie The Audition? It's a Japanese horror movie. Mm -hmm. Um, So... There's a point in the movie where I won't go on all the details. It's ugh, ungodly, like disturbing of a film. But there's one point where like you um, you see this bag just in the corner and it's tied up, and you're like, oh, there's a dead guy in there, and like it's just real. Like this person's looking at the camera is kind of like very cold. And then all of a sudden the bag just like wrenches, and you're just like, Bruh! you know, and it was very much like that for mm. me. Um, but I think if if it's just like his foot had just moved a little, I think we would also be like, oh, it would have been it would have been like yeah. colder, much yeah. less like jump, more like, oh god, yeah. No. I, was, I was waiting for him to move. It was I knew it was happening. Yeah. Ooh, I, I was waiting. Still got me. Or just like a sneeze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, hey, hey, can I have a glass of water? <laughs> it's real scary under the blanket. <laughs> Uh, I was waiting for it to move, uh, waiting for the mountain to move. Uh, but I do, I do think it would have been a little more cool to just not have anything. Just see it in the yeah. background. It's like he's still there. Yeah. We didn't forget. Think- uh, we'll come back to it. Uh, and but I also kind of want to, if that's the case, I want him to just pick up things as the season goes on, and we just see it around like that head from last week. Just see that somewhere. Yeah. He's building. Do you think? Do you think the dwarf head is now on the mountain? <laughs> uh, I think he was like, no, leave that. I'll I'll pick at it later. It was, it was a, a joke from last week, but yeah. I, I I don't know. I'm not going to rule anything out at this. I, I don't think the so. mountain's head wasn't good enough. <laughs> yeah. It's not yeah. just a much smaller head. He's <laughs> like, like a goomba. Uh, uh, hey guys. Hey. Uh, speaking of the mountain, uh, May sixteenth and seventeenth, he is going. He's actually going to be uh, Hathorn Bjornson is going to be at the Philly Ren Fair, which is actually being directed by the podcasts. Uh, Lily, 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 Lizzie Spiegelman. Lily Spiegelman. <laughs> <I was basically. laughs> Liza Spamelli. All right. Uh, being directed by Lizzie Spellman, and uh, it's May 16th and 17th, so check that out. Uh, go to phillyrenfair.com, uh, and you can buy different tiered... Uh, opportunities uh, with him. You can train with him. Uh, there's different things to get filmed. Uh, there, you, there's photo opportunities. There's a lot of cool things you can really do. So, uh, phillyrenfair.com. How much is it for him to crush my skull? Um, he might do that for free. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Uh, so that's neat. Um, anything else? King's Landing? Mountain? Kyburn? It just feels so empty now. Mm. 
King's Landing. Yeah. Yeah, people what, are getting the hell out of there. What do we think that letter... I mean, maybe we could address it later oh, with, yeah. with Peter. I but don't know. Cersei was sending something to Peter that had urgency. Um, got there in the next scene. Yeah. That's how quick Westeros Pony Express, man. Get there real quick. Yeah. yeah. Crows. Those crows. The Pinkertons. Um... What do any speculation do we want to talk about? I really have no clue, honestly. Um, Frank, I don't know. I, uh, it says, "Do you like me?" Yeah, <laughs> check yes, yes or, or no. Well, so she doesn't. She doesn't know. She Sansa. doesn't know no. about Sansa at all, right? No, because mm-hmm. if she did, like, she'd be and she'd be pissed. So yeah. the question is, oh, you know what? Maybe uh, she knows that he controls. Uh, the Eerie, the Vale. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe she just want to make reaffirm that alliance now that Tywin's gone mm-hmm. uh, and draw some troops up uh, up that way. Some, probably something a little more along those lines. Or maybe she wants Sweet Robin to marry um, What's-Her-Face when Jamie rescues her from Dorne. Yeah. Um, I don't think I doubt so. It. Beca- only because... Uh, Bolton would have been pissed if that's what the letter said, because he Bolton's counting on Baelish's allegiance as being with him and not the Lannisters from this point. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. I don't think, regardless of what Cersei's letter said, he's like, I'm gonna see what you, you are saying because yeah. he's obviously going behind their backs already, marrying Sansa to Ramsay. She could also be trying to get what some. Ramsay. Ramsay. She could also be trying to get uh, an army in place um, because Jamie's headed to Dorne, so we don't know how that's going to go. So she just wants to maybe prepare something, get something in place, mm-hmm. and either plan an invasion or just some kind of uh, answer to whatever the hell happens mm-hmm. there, some assistance to get Jamie out. Yeah. Yeah. And if anybody's going to be able to help, it's probably going to be Littlefinger. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Because uh, there aren't really any other like major families that are left, like sort of. Not like, with the resources the, that he has. Yeah, like the Riverlands, the phrase, but yeah. like the phrase are. Oh, God, I, 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 first episode with him. I hope he dies in <laughs> Frey. That is. I feel like that character has ruined every other thing that he that actor is going to be in, yeah. like in the future. Uh, well, uh, no, he's, he's in the strange. He's in the strange. Yeah, he's Filch. Uh, he's, uh, he's uh, Abraham Satrakian in the strange. In the strange, and, he, and we he's, really like him in the strange. He's the best part of the strange. He's the only watchable part of the strange. Yeah, it's a terrible. Which is coming back. Yeah. Uh, Bloody pod- Sunday podcast. Yeah. Say that now until he invites the strain into his house for a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> stabs the strain repeatedly in the stomach. Yeah. Um, the strains, baby. Uh, let's move on to Arya in Bravos. What's happening with her there? Yeah, um, she's trying to figure out these these coded messages. Yeah. She's getting she's getting she's, the Mr. Miyagi treatment. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. she's in Legend of the Hidden Temple, and Omex <laughs> on the wall, and he's telling her all these. He's telling, but he it's really like Mr. Miyagi. He's like telling her to sweep the floor, paint the fence, wash you know, wax on, wax off. Mm-hmm. She's like, how is this going to help me? Kill, kill Walter Frey. Yeah, uh, a man knows. He's also like, oh, oh, you're no one. Oh, that's weird because like. That sword belongs to Arya Stark, and if you're no one, why is it on your bed? And she can't go through with it. She can't. Yeah. She can't get rid of needle. She can get rid of everything else but needle. Yeah. Yep. 
This is a this is a storyline that I think is probably not going to progress too far this season. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to see a slow montage of Arya like losing her identity or, or you know like letting go of mm-hmm. all the all the things that she go that list yeah that list really um, here tonight and she's going to be part of the guilty remnant. <laughs> oh, is that going to be like an ironic twist? Like, listen to Reheated, a leftover podcast. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to <laughs> interrupt that. that. SRM, SRM Podcast Network plug. Yeah. Uh, is that going to, like, be, oh, that would bum me out. There's, like, an ironic twist that she's becoming an assassin so she can kill her list, but by becoming an assassin, her list no longer matters. No, I think... I don't think so. I think... I don't even think this thing's progressed. Uh, I don't know. My speculation for her is that... Uh, she will get there, and she will be told she has to take somebody out that will make her very conflicted. Mm. Oh, I don't know this based on anything. That's not that just is a good sound prediction that's just, that's based just, on George Harmon. That's just writing. good storytelling. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh. Ba 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 The. That she called that girl a cunt. <laughs> Real <laughs> yeah. quick too. Yeah, she did. But um, I, I thought um, like I loved how there was like uh, um, references to every religion in there mm-hmm. in that uh, temple. Mm-hmm. Um, what was Jack and Hagar's uh, line? The, there's there's one. God. There's only one God, and we all know his and gift. His name is death. Mm-hmm. The gift is death, right? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, because the, the dude drank the uh, the the clear Kool Aid water. Yeah. Don't drink from the fountain, kids. Yeah, that is Don't not. drink from that fountain. Those pennies yeah. and quarters. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Doo-doo butter in there. <laughs> Doo-doo butter. Uh, yeah, anything else with uh, with Ari? It was pretty... There wasn't much to it. There's going to be more, but yeah. it's not going to... I don't think it's going to uh, advance too fast. Uh, they I, were they were bathing the body. Yeah. Uh, they're going to cut... There were knives. There were little tiny scalpels next to the, next to the one basin. I'm going to make a stone cold block here. Okay. I'm going to make a stone cold block here. We've seen that the show... um, I don't want to do too many book things, but one of the reasons last week why it floored me so much is because um, we never get there in the books where it's like, this is definitely Jock and Hagar, right? Um, It's very highly speculated... Uh, that maybe that's what's going on here. They're all the same person. So I'm making a stone cold lock here. Um, Jock and Hagar will switch again, and we'll see Serio again. Ooh. Oh, I would see. That. I, I could see yeah. that. Yeah. You know, uh, if the show's willing to kind of like give us back that stuff that easily, then that would be the ultimate. Like, yeah. I hope you're right. Yeah. Uh, answer uh, I don't know that I believe it, but right I hope you're end. right. I'd like to see that. I mean, we, we talked about that previously. On the other side. Um, I half expected him to be there as soon as she walked into the the House of Black. <laughs> House of Black and White. My the House of Black. Um, I have a crazy prediction. Yeah. That girl that hit her with the sticks? Uh, with the stick? Uh, that's her. They're the that's, same. That's Arya? That's Arya. <laughs> they're, they're the same person. It's Because uh, there are weird things that are going on in that place. Wow. And that it's it's like a weird 
uh, like, Luke, kind of like Luke fighting uh, Darth Vader like the in, house uh, of the undying? In, in the evil place. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That's all like an illusion. It's like a representation of her. Is that the name of the place? The house of the, house undying? Of the undying was. Yeah. yeah. I don't think it's a lock. By, I'm not by, calling it a lock it, by any means. That's like why I'm gonna feel so gratified. And I'm I like it. I like that. locking it in. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Um, I have a I have a theory about that girl, but I don't want to say what it is because it might give things away. Awesome. Great. Cool. Um, Next um, storyline. Yeah, so she can dump, she dumps her clothes and everything, but she can't give up needle. She hides it in a rock. Uh, in, not in Iraq. Uh, she hides Solid it in a rock. Solid like a rock. Uh, we're going to the wall where Ali is steward and uh, we're, and Stannis is checking in on his offer. Big ups again to Jon Snow here. For just really taking Ollie killing his girlfriend like a professional, right? Like, because that kid should be cleaning the latrines, yeah. right? Like, you know what? You can stay in the Night's Watch. I'm not going to yeah. kill you, but like, he's got a he's got a cushy job now. Yeah, I gotta um, say, I feel like the character of Ollie, they're building him up, and I don't know what for. I feel like he's gonna like disappoint I, us. I, I, I feel too like, late. I feel like he's gonna become somebody else's pawn. Yeah. In, a, in a move against Jon Snow because he like trust he trusted him I think too much in letting him be there while Stannis mm-hmm. and my man Davos were meeting. Yeah. Uh, I just yeah, I just got a I just got a weird stomach twinge. I'm like oh this little fucking kid he's gonna fuck something up. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Stannis is checking in on his offer of uh, making Jon Snow John Lord uh, Stark of Winterfell, mm-hmm. um, which. Uh, even though it was a stone cold lock uh, for me, and it came through, which was uh, Amon having a hand in uh, John becoming the leader of the Night's Watch, um, that would be awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that would be would that would be pretty great. Stuff. Um, but I, I, I want like if if he did do that, I like wonder how like with what's going on in Winterfell now, um, like the way they're setting this up, like Sansa doesn't really like Jon Snow. Uh, I feel like she. I feel like at this point, any Stark, <laughs> yeah, any any yeah. Stark, any any Stark in a storm, yeah. you know, like <laughs> I don't which, know. of which, sorts. I don't which, know. Like, uh, oh, I guess we'll get to that. Whatever. I we'll wouldn't put it past Sansa to be kind of snooty towards them if they yeah. saw each other. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Uh, I, I rewatched the last episode, and she was snooty to Brienne. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think right. she's well, just playing. She's playing that part. I don't know if she would be like. She felt that at that moment she could. Okay, uh, let's. Uh, yeah, I'll go with you. Now. <coughs> she, she probably knew that that's not going to, to happen. So why tip off to Peter uh, that she has any kind of different feeling? Um, so I, I don't think that she would purposefully, if John were to show up in Winterfell, kind of shoo him away. Um, but I think. But like, who she would who feel would, that she? Who would be? Who would be the Lord of Winterfell? If, both of them if up. he was legitimized, yeah. he would. Even yeah. if it was okay. after, he's older than her. He's, he's older than her. Yeah, but he had just became. But isn't he? Older? I mean, look. I do not know how feudal Westeros law works in terms of like succession of the crown. That's how war starts, <laughs> right? Exactly. We have a, we'd have a rule of the. It's all the males before. We'd have a ru- war of the wolves. Of the age. Ooh. Um, but we're back. We're still at the wall. We're still at the wall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. What else you got on there, Mike? Oh, that conversation that <laughs> Davos and John had um, 
I think Davis like made John sort of like think a he little bit a more. Little. Yeah, because yeah. John John turned him away. Um, they said the marching on Winterfell in in a fortnight, uh, and Davos, uh, Kevin's favorite character, Davos, he is the man. Uh, Seaworth, um, he he comes through. So uh, I don't know. If John is going to end up leaving the Night's Watch, I don't see that being the case. You don't think so either, Frank. Um, he's shaking his head no. No, sir. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. But he sells things really well. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. really well. He basically found a little loophole for John to, like, wrap his brain around why he could do that. He's like, oh, oh, you swore to be the shield? Mm-hmm. You swore to be the shield in the darkness? Yeah. Or swore in the darkness, shield yeah. that guard the realms of men? Yeah, realms... Realms. Not Ooh, this dumb which, realm. Which was the same uh, argument that Sam used for uh, keeping Gilly uh, at the Night's Watch for well, mas- to Master Eamon. A couple, two things that I saw brought up in this conversation. Uh, one of them was a really great callback of when Stannis said, you know, you're just as stubborn and as honor-driven honor as your father. And he's like, thank you. He's like... That wasn't a compliment. <laughs> uh, honor is what got your father That's killed. A compliment. <laughs> which was pretty much what Cersei said right before she had him killed was, you wear honor like a shield, and you think it's going to protect you, but it's not. Um, and the other thing that he brought up is uh, Tormund, you know, perhaps. He's basically saying, listen, I'm going to go march on Winterfell. You figure out what to do with the wildlings. Maybe, maybe they'll follow Tormund. Maybe you can convince him. Basically, he said, "Your problem now." Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and the other option he gave is uh, that he suggested, yeah, kill, "Kill him, kill him, kill each and every one of them." Um, then we go to a uh, meeting of the Night's Watch, uh, where he's assigning different duties. Uh, <laughs> uh, latrine, latrine duty. Give it to a ginger. <laughs> latrine duty. Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! Uh, and they kept, they kept cutting over to Sir Alistair Thorne, um, and he looked like he was expecting it. He was he was waiting yeah. for latrine duty, um, but he gets uh, he doesn't get that. He gets first ranger. And he was all like, "What?" Yeah, he was. Yeah. We we saw how much that meant to him uh, when he allowed uh, Janice Slint to just get carried away. And thank well, God. I mean, that's it that's says a lot of things. I mean, he's. I think at that point he is bound. He's an honorable man. He's mm-hmm. bound to follow the commander. You know, follow Lord Commander. So I think he just watched this guy dig his own grave, and he was like. You are fucked. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, Thorne's stock went what up. What Slint think he was going to do? He thought what he had. He, he thought he had. Yeah, Alistair. Look at corner, 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 like, that, I feel like maybe there's another instance where maybe things go different if Tywin is not dead. Mm, like, no. But maybe not in that case. The, politi- the, la- the political landscape completely changed and he didn't realize it. He was like standing on flat ground and then all of a sudden he was on like a 45 degree yeah. gradient and he's like, I'm just going to. Whoops! Slip. Yeah. I feel like that maybe was the worst, the, the the least calculated, worst executed move in the history of the show. Like it didn't even mm-hmm. have like honor behind it or anything like. Like you could say, <laughs> you could say Ned Stark was a dum dum the whole time, and yeah. and and honor killed him. You could say that you know that Khaleesi is making terrible moves but at least there's like honor behind it this was just like I'm gonna be a real dick to you right now and I have no ground to stand on and guess what oh where's my head go it's gone I I was not expecting it at all like (laughs) I was like oh oh, John he's he's gonna give him mercy and then it was 
Yeah. And his head was gone. Yeah. Can we get into, real quick, the specifics of what he was asked to do mm-hmm. uh, with Janice Slim? Where was he asked to go? Garrison uh, Grey Tower? Grey Watch Tower. Grey Guard. Grey Guard? Yeah. Okay, so I think he was said, hey, go go garrison or yeah. go start to garrison one of the abandoned towers. It's in terrible shape. Go fix it up. He's like, nah. <laughs> no, I'm nah, like, do it yourself, boy. I didn't vote for you. <laughs> You're not my Lord Commander. Uh, hashtag not my hashtag Lord Commander. Not my <laughs> hashtag where's your birth certificate? Being a real Republican. Uh, one of the things that I'll just buy Republicans. Yeah, I'll just. Uh, I do want to compare this moment in the books because there's. A, it, it was a really fucking awesome moment where um, it, it goes down pretty much the same way where he's like, no, I'm not going to do it go fuck yourself and John's like okay uh, take him outside and chop his head off and they're just about to uh, to do that and he's begging for mercy the same as he has and then John's like stop and the guy's like oh, I knew you didn't have it and you I knew you wouldn't do it and he's like you know my father always said if you you know if you make the <coughs> sentence you carry it out and then he cuts his head off like that, it was just a little bit more yeah. built up and like, yeah, that. that uh, I would have liked that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I really would have liked that. The parallels were still very clearly yeah. there, though. Mm-hmm. At first, yeah. it was just that like bait and switch moment where you're like, oh, he's not going to kill. They gave it to you a little bit in this episode, but it was really cool to like. This is my heritage. Like, oh, you know what? I I made the sentence, so mm-hmm. I carried out. Uh, I mean, it was a lot of the a lot of heritage within all of that because they even show the the her- you know how he inherited that sword. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sword that he inherited was uh, Mormont's um, Larian steel, still, which like this. then led me to a, a, a random thought, which is uh, the possibility of Jorah ending up at the wall. Uh, I mean, we see him later, so that's probably not going to be the case. Um, but another six he, he had the chance to go to the wall, mm-hmm. and he chose exile. <clears throat> right. Um, but now he's like ex- he's almost exiled from exile. Uh, and where exile. is that now? Mm-hmm. That's to me like that's the what was that double secret exile? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, what what are his options? Um, I, uh, I guess to kidnap uh, kidnap Tyrion and use it as a tool uh, as a as his ticket back to Westeros, or he, he's going to one of the queens. Right? It's ambiguous. It's ambiguous. He's going to Cersei and trying to make good there, or he's trying to win back. But I, I feel like that token easily is getting him back into Westeros with lands and titles and everything. And, and you know, he could just have Bear Island. You know, that Cersei just give him Bear Island. She um, much harder sell to, to, to oh, let yeah. Khaleesi know how useful Tyrion would be. Um, yeah. especially, in, especially without the Illyrio Mopatis. Um, uh, Varys, um, you know, entourage. Yeah. Like, if it's just showing up with him in a bag, yeah. Khaleesi's gonna be like, Who, what, what? I have three dragons. What do I need with a bearded dwarf? Yeah. yeah. Oh, and also kill him because he's a Lannister. Yeah, also later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I see, I see that actually playing out interestingly enough where he thinks, like, oh, okay, I deliver her a Lannister, that'll get me good, and then she's like, and then, yeah, I, I think they're going to become best friends for forever. <laughs> Tyrion, Tyrion and Khaleesi? And, yeah, Daenerys. Uh, we're already 
knee-deep in it. Yeah. Uh, so let's just uh, continue that. Uh, so Tyrion and Barris are... Uh, <laughs> I have to get out of this wheelhouse. <laughs> I have uh, to get out of this wheelhouse. They're in Volantis, uh, or they arrive in Volantis, yeah. uh, which uh, that's where... What's her name? Rob's wife. Yes. Talissa. Oh, yeah. Talissa was Talissa's from Volantis. Um... So maybe we'll show. see. One thing you said last week, um, you were getting uh, that Valantis had like a huge um, disaster. That's um, Valeria. Uh, I said this. Somebody last week said like, I think I think it's when I listened on the podcast, it sounded like people were getting Valeria and Valantis. Sounds like something that with more knowledge. So it probably wasn't me. Yeah. Um, anyway. Yeah, old uh, Valeria is where the the doom came. Yeah, which, which is still where a small the Targaryens rubble. came from. They were one of the only houses to escape the doom, and then they ended up ruling Westeros. And the doom is dragons. The doom, the doom is yeah, like, like a volcano. It's like Pompeii. Oh, yeah, like, it's basically yeah. Pompeii, but it still exists there. Uh, they're in Volantis, and they see uh, we see that the Lord of Light religion is uh, is present, mm-hmm. uh, is taking hold there. Mm-hmm. Um, priestess. They're, uh, what are they speaking, High Valerian? Mm, uh, probably, probably not to not. those peasants. No? Yeah, probably mm-hmm. bastard Valerian. Something uh, that, some form of Valerian. Tyrion understood. Tyrion understood. Yeah. And then she mean mugged him. Mm. Yeah. She threw so much shade. Was it, was it a mean I mug? I don't think it was, don't a, think it was mean a mean mug. mug. No. I think it was like, I know who you are. Yeah. Or yeah. like, not I know who you are, but you're I've seen important. you in the flames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're an important person. And that felt very important because I think, I mean, you guys can correct me wrong, I think it's the first time that the show has connected the Lord of Light and Daenerys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the first time I've ever heard that. I think the show yeah. is starting to, yeah. like, there introduce are. what the Lord of Light is, and then inter- it's going to start, like, introducing possible yeah. people yeah. who it could be. She was and there's, get, get ready, yes. folks, because there's a million people who yeah. have claimed to there's that. There's more so than have claimed to the throne. It's a prophecy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that have claimed to be the Lord, be the of, Lord Light of Light on Earth. Azor Asai reborn. Mm-hmm. So we think Prince that... that was promised. Uh, Stannis... Uh, Melisandre believes it to be Stannis, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe. Uh, not Barrack, right? Barrack Dondarrion? Yeah. No. Okay. He just keeps being brought back to life by, by Thoros. By Thoros. But it's Lord. I mean, it could be... Thoros keeps saying. There's a million fan theories. and if like, There's we, so many. Like, it, it, you could literally, like, just point to a character and somebody out there is like, actually... Yeah. Like, like, this, there was one that thought it was Mace for a while. This is, not Mace. Um, Mace Tyrell. Mace, Mace Winter. Mace Winter. Yeah, Mace Winter. Um, like, this is, this is like a... It's it's a subplot, but it's really the whole thing yeah. that this show hasn't addressed yeah. at all. Really, it goes back to that like like all this crap about kings and queens, and it's all bullshit because it comes yeah. down to like the White Walkers the are real coming, right. and the Lord of Light is supposed to save them from the White Walkers. Right. So it's just like this 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 bubbling boiling pot that's gonna boil over eventually, and all these petty you know kingdoms is doesn't matter. Don't like, matter. Hot we, pie. Mm. All right, I'm not, I'm not going to ask this question yet. Hot, there are people who think Hot Pie is Lord of Light. There are. <laughs> yeah. right. and, the Lord, and the Lord of Light shall make the greatest there's cookies. A, there's <laughs> a subreddit somewhere. With, with such great gravy. Uh, <laughs> all right, so Tyrion gets... Uh, he's up kind of pissing on the... Well, actually, first, before oh, yeah. that, we're at the... Uh, oh, this is so sad. We're at the brothel. Uh, and they have a Daenerys, what you call Daenerys cosplay, um, and 
Jorah's there, uh, then one of the... Uh, Tyrion goes over to one of the one of the prostitutes and uh, can't can't bring himself to uh, can't, to, can't bring to, himself to do it. Yeah, talks himself into her pants and then can't. has stage fright for the first time in his life. Very very smoothly talks himself into it. Ooh, uh, which, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, uncharacteristic and Poor I was I was waiting to see like what about her triggered him. She didn't look that much like Shay. It just—I think it's just what she was. Yeah, I think yeah. I think what she was, and also like she was smart and like. Yeah, she was the least interested prostitute. She had dark hair. Like, I don't know how yeah. she pays the bills, but she's just like, oh god, everyone likes her. And it's like, well, there's like eight hundred other guys in this place yeah. that aren't talking to her. Yeah. yeah. You know. Also, she was very clearly wearing a wig. She was wearing a Daenerys wig. Yeah, it was... just put on a Daenerys wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's above all that. Uh, um, I, that I, what I, do they call the wigs in, in Drag Race if they're bad? Merkins. <laughs> I don't know. Merkin, goodbye. Shaken, shaken wear. No, I'm sure Katie will correct me. Shaken wear, shaken go. <laughs> yeah, um, that was a shaken go. Uh, so he leaves the brothel after he. Uh, Kind of gets uh, a little emotional oh. uh, and uh, heads up to. Are you, to just did take you have a something peek. you want to say, Kevin? Oh, I just wanted to. I think it's going to be very important that they're in a place that still has slavery, and it's it's pretty much the way of life there. In Valantis? Yeah, they were talking about everybody who's tattooed mm-hmm. means of you know their tattoo signifies. That's a word. Mm-hmm. Uh, what they do, what their role is, who they, pretty much who they are. So, um, I think that's going to be important. Okay. Uh, anything else on on that before we go up to pee on the balcony? Just the just that I've never like. Why does Jorah hang out in that brothel where there's yeah. a prostitute that looks like his? Yeah, yeah. Other like find everyone be depressed. Find everyone. Like I have no, I have no pity for Jor anymore. In I'm my mind, like, he was just passing through. It was just like, oh a yeah, sick coincidence. <laughs> it's like, what, what of all the gin joints in all the world? <laughs> There's oh, Tyrion I did get Irish. I did have one thought: is that Tyrion was like, oh, I'll just be another drunken dwarf, and then he's walking around with Varys. I'm like, yeah, but how many, how many dwarves are walking around with a bald guy who is known to have disappeared <laughs> from the capital? <laughs> Yeah. It's like Han Solo being in hiding and Chewbacca, Chewbacca being with him. Like it's like insane. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, I know who you are now. <laughs> this is again. They don't play up Barris's master of disguise skills very much in the show. He hasn't shown them. Only in He's the like, first season, disguise. a little bit. Yeah, it's a cloak. Yeah. <laughs> it's Basically, a, ooh, it's a cloak of mystery. But how do I look now with the hood on? Yeah, like, what about this mustache? <laughs> <laughs> Never saw me, did you? <laughs> it's just a finger, finger mustache. Bit. Big fake nose and these this glasses. Yeah. Oh, oh, what about now? <laughs> you're, just, you're playing peekaboo, Barris. You're just holding your hands to your face, Barris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he goes up, uh, Tyrion goes up to the balcony, starts peeing. We see a shadow coming, coming from behind. Camera shows that it's Sir Jorah Mormont, exiled, exiled knight of Bear Island, and uh, he grabs some rope 
ties him up. So yeah, did anybody else think back. he was throwing him right off the damn yes, thing yeah. right there? Well, I was actually just thinking, wow, Jura has rope and a gag very handy yeah. on him yeah. at all times. Apparently. Well, he's at a brothel. So the yeah. the reason he's he's doing this is to take to Daenerys uh, to possibly, I guess, use well, as some sort of ransom. Daenerys or Cersei. Yeah, I mean, Cersei yeah. has offered a huge bounty. I mean, a lordship. He he he's either, yeah he's either swinging for the fences with Daenerys where it's like okay you know uh, we're gonna give this a shot because it's it's way less a sure thing that he can get something worth anything out of Daenerys it's basically like I'm gonna go give this a shot with my lady love get back in her good graces or she's gonna kill me if she sees me again or I can go to Cersei and get a guaranteed island that is my ancestral home and not be banished anymore get all the riches I would ever need. You know, he's who knows. I mean, I think we do know he's he's going to Cersei. Uh, he's going to Daenerys. I feel like there's no. He way. wants to go there anyway. Yeah, he's I, headed that but way. But my prediction is they he starts the road to Westeros, mm-hmm. and somewhere along the line he has a change of heart. Because Tyrion's going to talk him out of it. Because it's just, uh, yet another buddy road trip. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's all over the place this yeah. season. Yeah. It is. I, I wish mean, they all had mixtapes. I wish each one had a mixtape. We should do that. We should create a mixtape for each <laughs> each buddy. Each buddy Perry. each buddy romp. Uh what do you think, Frank? I just I want him to go to Daenerys, but I don't understand where from Jor's perspective Tyrion's value would be to Daenerys. Mm-hmm. It makes sense in Varys' eyes because he has been with Tyrion that whole time. He's seen like his like worth, and he's like sees how good. But Jorah has no idea about Tyrion. Like he's like other than knowing that he's wanted. Yeah, that's a really good point because in the in the book this happens, but I mean, it happens way later in in the storyline. I think, but I still I'm not very clear on what his rationale was. I feel like the only I don't know either, but I feel like what he must be thinking is like. Well, I know what use he could be to her cause, and I will be able to convince her of that if she just gives me the chance to say it. Like, I know that this guy is super influential, he's he's, he's smart as a whip, he's a Lannister, so there's inherent value there, And but it just goes to the fact, like, all this is a long shot, so he's swinging for the fences if he goes to Daenerys. He's, he's or, you know, um, he's throwing haymakers. Because he is a Lannister, he may be offering, like, he may be, like... Uh, he, he may approach Daenerys like I could have brought him to <coughs> Westeros and gotten all this stuff back but I'm not doing that because I'm so loyal to you mm-hmm. and you can use this as leverage for whatever you need to do in Westeros yeah I don't Little see you know. I don't see Jorah taking him to, to Cersei mm-hmm. yeah. um, I think he's he's too devoted <coughs> to so Daenerys uh but I just don't really know how that's going to play right now because he, like I said, he he Tyrion already is headed that way. Um, so uh, what, what's going to happen with Varys if he is left behind, or is he going to kind of like, no, wait, wait, wait? I think so. <laughs> wait, wait for me. <laughs> oh man! Or every episode is just going to be like him, like kind of like walking through the city, looking very lost, like, <laughs> yeah. walking through Volantis, like. <laughs> Peeking around the corner. No. What's okay. the character's name in uh, Indiana Jones? Oh yeah, Marcus oh, Brody. Marcus Brody. Does yeah. anybody have lost in his English? own museum? <laughs> I know the way. <laughs> Henry, Indy, the follow pen, me. The pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> uh, yeah. So this, I'm. Uh, 
I can't even make a, a lock on what to, I, I, none of it makes real sense to me because it, it seems like it's a good idea and I don't really see him doing taking it to um, uh, taking it taking Tyrion to to Cersei taking it to the street alright so that's that's that storyline and we're going to end now with uh, with the newly rebuilt Winterfell, mm. um, where we see Theon, and he's staring at the nastiest flayed men. Yo, that's so oh, badass. That, I, I was like, oh shit, we're at the Franklin Institute. <laughs> it's our bodies exhibit. It was like, uh, it reminded me of one of the Hellraisers. Or maybe all the Hellraisers. Um, yeah, most of the Hellraisers. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of the better Hellraisers. <laughs> yeah. Hellraiser uh, 1, Hellraiser 4. That's pretty oh, gross. I thought oh, it was great. great. I thought that I was awesome. It. I, I was like, "Ooh, it's the guy from the flag!" It's literally what went through my head. <laughs> yeah. And there was a woman. Yeah, we saw our boob, boob flag, flayed boobs. Flayed boobs just are as fun. We have flayed boobs. Could there be an extra uh, like tag at the beginning of the show, like nudity? Flayed nudity. Yeah. Oh, oh no. Yeah, the HBO, the HBO stands and practice. People are like, oh, we need a new letter. They just show the the Ramsey house. Uh, or, uh, <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> violence today. I am so worried about this. I poor fucking Sansa, man. My spider sense is tingling hard on this, yeah. man. I am like, I don't know, if, I don't know if Sansa. I don't know if we see Sansa survive this season. Okay. Ah. Mm. Because I was saying, uh, hey, why is everybody saying Sansa's like on top of it? Well, this is a different. Oh, it's because he's getting a, us on her side. Probably putting us over it. Yeah, this, this is, is divergent. This is different. In a big way. Yeah, this is this very is different, different than Sansa. Right now is like, but I don't know. I don't trust anything near Ramsey. Here's the thing: is Peter Baelish playing her with the intent of just like? Here you go, dumping you off. I, this is a big political move for me. Or is he playing her like, I've taught you how to manipulate people. You should have learned at least a little bit from watching me. Now I'm going to kind of like, you're like a little time bomb mm. that I'm setting here. Like, you're either going to get horribly <laughs> abused oh. and killed, or you're going to end up running this shit. I don't, I don't know. know how much faith he has in her, and I don't know if that's even his plan, mm. but I could see that like, She's. This is her make or break, you know, Definitely. experience. She's not. She's not getting out of this place alive unless she's coming out on top. You, you know why I think she's coming out on top? When that woman was like, uh, "The North remembers." Oh, yeah, that was so that, dope it was to like, hear. Yeah, yeah. Sansa's alright. That right. was she's so be dope right. to hear, man. Yeah, because that's, that's pretty cool. The North does remember. Yeah. And Peter says something very specific to her. He says, Avenger family. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, which is like three characters this episode were told to avenge, <laughs> avenge yeah. people. I mean, look, nothing... Like, I know Ramsey's fun. He's a fun character. Like, he's, he's a great character. But, right. like, nothing... I will never cheer louder watching this show than if than if oh, Sansa like stabs him in the back of the neck. Yeah. I will most lose definitely. my shit. Um, I'm excited to see if Theon like comes up and like says hey to Sansa. He was wistful. He was looking yeah. wistfully at like at like Winterfell stuff. He Over was uh, he was more Gollum. He was like Gollum going around, yeah, skulking around this entire. He he yeah. was avoiding eye contact with uh, with Sansa, mm-hmm. but hopefully her presence. And being in Winterfell can start to reawaken Theon over what's Reek. Uh, Frank, did you say what I th- think you just said? Theon, the Lord of Light. 
Yeah. I think that might be a new theory. (laughs) (laughs) I just keep coming back to like the line that if you think this has a happy ending, you haven't been paying attention, you know, like every single time I'm like, that's always wrong. True. I I have to just like, like, no, Sansa's going to get abused and flayed because I need to prepare myself for it now because... Now, this is how I think it's going to play out. Uh, I think, is this a, a Stone Cold Lock? Yes, it's a Stone oh, Cold Lock. Dun, dun, dun. It's my first Stone Cold Lock. I, Yay. I think I think uh, Ramsey's little uh, peeps are going to try something yeah. and somehow Sansa's going to be like, no, bitch, I'm, I'm, I run this. And and Ramsey's probably going to like cut them loose because like he knows he needs her. So and and that's Sansa's going to be solid. I think she's going to uh, Marjorie uh, Ramsey to an extent uh, in that in manipulate oh. like uh, like she did with with Joffrey just to an extent. Um, and I mean because we also can't forget that who's who's right outside the castle walls almost. Is Brienne yeah, and Podrick, mm-hmm. uh, and Brienne will not let this go. She is going to save. <laughs> she really won't. She, yeah. She's going to save Sansa. She, she's ha- she has dead set on it. Uh, so so she's, she's home technically. We also right have the. I, here, here, here's my Stone Cold Lock. Boom boom boom. Uh, boom boom Your boom. Third one of the show. Uh, that's my first one of the show. I just talked about all my other ones. Okay. Um, have you seen my trip? There's going to be an attack. We know there's going to be an attack on. Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah. And oh, yeah. I think that Podrick and Brienne will use that as an opportunity uh, to go in. Right now, I don't know if it's going to be uh, John uh, or not leading that. It doesn't matter at this point, I guess. Um, but they're going to use that as an opportunity to go in, uh, and then they are going to. I want to say save Sansa, but I, I'm going to. What I'm going to say is. Uh, have the opportunity opportunity to save Sansa, uh, and something goes horribly wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's going to see Stannis, and she's going to use it as an opportunity to go for Stannis instead of Sansa. Mm, that is, Ooh. yeah, that is. They are those pieces are moving very close to each other. I'm going to make a bold prediction. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, you mean a stone cold? A lock? stone cold lock. <laughs> we don't have anything we for bold prediction. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bold prediction. Bold prediction. I get one bold prediction a month and <laughs> one stone. This is just this is just in life. <laughs> Kevin's using his bold prediction for the month of life. Yeah, be honored. Um, I think that Brienne and Pod are going to make their way into uh, Moat Kalen. And Sansa's basically going to say, oh, you swore this oath to protect me? Well, I'm here. You're now my bodyguard. And it's going to put, it's going to put a really interesting dynamic into how Sansa steps into this role of being, but she's not married yet. They're not married. Right. So, mm-hmm. nothing is nothing set in stone there. But I think that that's going to be the opportunity for Brienne. She she can't say no to this if if Sansa commands or asks right. her to do it. So I think that would be pretty interesting. She's like a genie. Is she, Stannis the one that's going to be marching on Winterfell? Has to be. Yeah. It's not going to be John. I don't Even though Melisandre said that the, this war of this war means nothing. Here's the other thing: the Boltons. Already, um, Roos already said, 
uh, hey, uh, asshole, guess what? Um, we don't have the yeah. men here to defend this place if all of the North comes to attack us. Mm-hmm. He wasn't even factoring in Stannis coming from... Did they know? Did they know? You know? Nobody's got that. So, like... So, like, that's... Like, I feel like Stannis' army is maybe bigger than all the sending, like, little feudal armies. At this point, yeah. So, like, Stannis can just run roughshod over that. I know in the books that it's it's known that his army is there at the wall. They, they, They hang out there for a while... I don't think in the show they establish that at all. Yeah, I don't think anybody knows that they're up there yeah. at this point. Mm-hmm. So that's that's the only huge advisor there. Yeah, and if he's got wildlings, get the fuck out! Like, <laughs> like it's over. No, yeah. I don't think he it's will ever get wildlings because he just burned their leader oh, alive. Come on, Dennis. Uh, Dennis. Yeah. So. Tormund. I mean, that was a, that was a good point. I guess it was uh, Rob just brought it up. Was that that was why that marriage was arranged in the first place? Mm-hmm. Um, because they don't have the men, mm-hmm. uh, and Ramsay is kind of being Ramsay and using his craziness to get people in line, rather than uh, um, not what's the word <laughs> uh, finesse po- politics, uh, politics yeah. and yeah, um, Speaking and of- just working with people. Is it me or does Sansa look mad tired? She's got bags. She's been through some stuff. She looks real sleepy. Yeah. She's been through I, a lot. Uh, I like that we I like that we saw Fat Walda today again. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm still here. I haven't been murdered yet. Ooh, lemon cakes. <laughs> the, they had a juxtaposition, a juxtaposition of um chicken. That he was eating right after the flayed yeah. people. Yeah. I think that was a real heavy. It's just like after he cut off the aunt's penis. They like that move. Yeah. They like that move. They keep uh, going to that well. So Brienne and Podrick, I guess, are going to just be training for a little while because she's going to make him a knight. <laughs> need a montage. Uh, oh, going to die immediately. As soon as, as soon as he becomes a knight, he's gonna become. He's I gonna think, die. I think Podrick is one of those characters like hot pie, like in Gendry, like. They get they get into some stuff, but they're not gonna die. Mm. Yeah, I mean he was at the the Battle of Blackwater and saved Tyrion. Um, he's he he's been he's he's fought, not very smoothly. Kevin, I got really I got upset watching last week's episode because that whole the whole shenanigans happen where he like falls off his horse and Brienne saves him and he's like get get the horse let's go. Also, there are like two dead people. Like, pick up a sword, man. Like, you have weapons right there. Why are you still weaponless yeah. in this yeah. world? Yeah. Why? That's just a small point. I just, uh, just like, come on. Brienne kind of uh, told a nice little story. Oh, I love uh, this and, uh, so much. Do you want to summarize it? Yeah, she basically uh, tells a story of, like, her like her devotion to Renly and how that started. Because, um, like, when she was uh, a little girl on a, in a, the, um, what did the Sapphire... Tarth Islands. Islands. Tarth. Um, Like her her dad like threw a a ball or whatever. So like... um, It was a tournament? It was a quinceanera. It was was a ball because they were dancing. Um, And (laughs) they don't dance. There's no dancing at tournaments. Um, And uh, just like so she could like be courted and uh, she wasn't an attractive girl. And uh, like all the guys, like it was like the happiest day for her because everybody was like, oh, I want to marry you and take you away. But then she overheard them joking. And then like she, she, like she was about to cry and Renly came over and was like, hey, don't let them see you cry, kid. 
And, and he said it, it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> it gets better. Yeah. He said it gets better. But you yeah. get away from me. He's like, I'm gonna have I'm a, not into that. I'm going to have a rainbow army one day, and I'm going to make you my head girl. Yeah. And that's what happened. It's like, yeah. It, and it, it makes me like Renly a lot better. Like, I forgot, like, how, like, just, he, he was just, like, a, a people's king. Like, Marjorie Marjor- is, is a people's queen. Um, he's just, he just isn't, like, a, a soldier. Mm-hmm. Or was yeah. it? Rest his, pe- rest his soul. And rest his peace. Frank. Rest his peace. Just, I, remember, I just remember that Marjorie and him were together at one point. Yeah. So much happens in this show. Yeah. Yeah. Good and gosh. They, they slept in separate uh, Oh, yeah. Too. Separate bedrooms, separate box. <laughs> separate uh, bedrooms, separate box. And through that story, she kind of outlines her new mission, yeah. uh, for the most part, which was because she was sworn to... Renly, he was yeah. killed. Sworn to Catelyn, she was killed. Uh, sworn <laughs> to save Sansa, um, she said nah. She is the um, <laughs> she is the Madden curse of Westeros. So she, <laughs> she sworn to you, you're done. <laughs> she goes back to the Renly thing, and who killed Renly? Uh, how do you fight a shadow? Scary uh, it, it had the face of Stannis. Uh, so you go after a man. A man can be killed. Um, Which... And, she doesn't know that he's he's going to be coming, so we 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 got to think that they're setting up yeah. for that showdown. It's parallel um, language with uh, like the Bravosi thing. A man can a man can be killed. All men must serve. Mm-hmm. And serve. the way that Jockin talked, a girl must become no one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sansa arrives. Uh, I think Corinne already said it that the that Ramsey's. Ramsey's uh, side pieces, I think you side called them, yeah. uh, were kind of eyeing up Sansa. Side smash. Is, uh... Uh, and then we had that nice, the North remembers. Oh, so good. Uh, yes. That actually gave me chills. Yeah, me too. Because the first time we've heard it. Yeah. Uh, at least since the the fight, I think. Uh, since the since the Red Wedding. Um, if you can call that a fight. Yeah, that was a slaughter. Yeah, uh, we might have heard it since then. I don't think so. I can't wait to see. Uh... I feel like it was said in warning, not like in uh, like as a north north person. Right. It was. It was. Uh, the north never forgets. I think was was mentioned at one point. The north never forgets, but the north remembers is so yeah. much better. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I oh. think it was. Uh, I think Bruce said it. Uh, I think he said it to to mm. Frey. Mm. I think. Uh, I think we're going to start yeah. hearing that a lot more. I yep, hope. and we're gonna hear winter's coming a lot more too because that <laughs> shit is approaching. <laughs> In yeah. case you guys forgot, uh, what about the the conversation between Ramsey and and Peter where he was just like, uh, "I'm not gonna hurt her, I swear." Yeah, <laughs> and he's like, uh, "I didn't mention that, but that's weird that you just say that before anything." So. He's also like, uh, "You know, I don't know much about you, which makes you an anomaly because that's my job. Yeah. I know shit about people." Uh-huh. Yeah. Frank, I didn't hurt you, did I? <laughs> um, I I loved uh, when Roos told uh, Littlefinger that he was going to read his letter. Yeah, I was like, that's why I love Roos Bolton. Like, he's yeah, sweet. he's like, I know yeah, He's like a dick for stabbing Rob and everything, <laughs> but. <laughs> but yeah, you know, he, he is murderous and like deceitful, but. No, he's like but he's that. A, he's I, but so that smooth. glare, though, he's so, he's so smooth. smooth. No, that was. I what, think what was smooth? I don't know. It's just smooth. It was like he, he basically I'm just said, "Dough, bitch." <laughs> going to happen the way I say it's going to happen. Yeah. And he's one of the people, one of the few people that Littlefinger is probably respectfully afraid of. Yeah. Like I'm, 
he, like he, I think he knew going into this castle, he he might not walk out of it if he doesn't play his cards right. Yeah, and that's why he's like not going to put up. Any kind yeah, of but you also got to go back to what uh, Roos was saying at the beginning. This, this they they both need this. Um, I think actually Roos needs it more than uh, Littlefinger does. I do too. Littlefinger could just stay up in the Eyrie for good. But now that he has Sansa Stark, what's to stop him from killing Littlefinger? If he, if Littlefinger were to give him any reason to. Now that Littlefinger's at Winterfell, what's to stop him from? Uh, how do we know he doesn't have some Knights of the Vale? I think it's probably it's probably the Knights of the Vale. Mm-hmm. That's what's going to stop. But neither of them have claim to the others. Very good point. Very good point. There are two people who currently currently have claim that have no ancestral claim yeah. to that place, with two places that have well, huge ancestral ties. Mm-hmm. Like the Vale, it's called the Vale of fucking Aaron, and an Aaron isn't really well, ruling it. And the and the Starks rule went, rule the North, and the Boltons do. They are Northmen, definitely. Yeah. And but but Peter Baelish is more Riverlands than mm-hmm. than Mountain than than the Vale, mm-hmm. um, and he did say. You know, the last time these two houses mm-hmm. united... They took down a dynasty. They brought down the greatest dynasty the world has ever seen. Yeah, so we're talking... Uh, what is that? Targaryens. Oh, so when, that's the greatest dynasty. Yeah, okay. when uh, Robert Baratheon and the North yeah. united... John Aaron. The John Aaron. Was, John it was Aaron. the Vale of Aaron right. and, and the Starks of Winterfell united the North and... Storms and... And River, storming the... Storm Riverlands. The, no, the, what, the what is... Storms and is... Storms and Riverlands? No. I think that's down. That's it's the Stormlands. It's south. Stormlands. It's yeah. You're talking about like um, yeah, the Baratheon. Yeah, we should Dragon really have Castle. a map hanging when we, we do. We really this. should. I could bring. I could bring over my maps. I'm from New Jersey, and I have terrible geography of New Jersey in my mind. <laughs> this is a. I probably know Westeros a little bit better than New Jersey. It's just like New Jersey. It's because of the. You jug can't heads. make left hand turns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jugheads. The jugheads. Jug Whatever, man. The jug, the jug handles. Oh, okay. It's one of those jug handles. And those Bettys and Veronicas. Uh, you after the show. Uh, uh, there's one thing that I did want to mention about the wall. So when Stannis nodded at John after he cut <laughs> off his head, is the same exact nod that Ollie did yeah. <laughs> when he shot in grit. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Prediction. Uh, Stannis and Ollie are the same person. What? Never seen in the same place. Don't call Lock. Don't call Lock. They were in the same place at the beginning. I've never seen in the same place. We know uh, through the production of the show that Bran, the story of Bran, is not going to, to happen this season. Mm-hmm. They keep telling us. That's what, they, that's what they're saying. Um, but uh, what about Rickon? Yeah. And uh, Osha. Great question. Um, Don't expect an answer. Uh, because I think it would, he's he's still Rickon's still alive, and he's closer. He's got to be closer to the Wall slash Winterfell at this point than. Oh, um, oh and if Stannis finds him, then he is the Lord of Winterfell for all intents and purposes, right? Yeah, but, but I know that's a stretch. I get it. Yeah. Oh boy, if they if they make Rickon important. Um, that will be the yeah. biggest change from the book. Well, then, <laughs> which is why, why don't Shaggy Rickon... Dog is going to be uh, seriously though? Why not just then kill him? Like I, I know he's not important yet in the book, but like I, I feel like you, you just you kill because him because there's no there's there's reason to keep him around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like everyone that's still alive has a reason to be alive. Right. right mm-hmm. now. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. I think we could see. I think we could see some Rickon. I think he can be. 
I think he's going to be. He's got to be important. Uh, That's going to be the kid that you're like, holy shit, Rickon grew up, like because we haven't seen him in seasons. Yeah, I mean, they are really, really, really tying a lot of threads together from the from the books. Like the Sansa Ramsay marriage is basically they they get one of Sansa's ladies in waiting from Winterfell, and they say, "This is Arya Stark. We're marrying her to Ramsay." And yeah, it's Ramsay. Ramsey. Um, <laughs> so it's like it's just it's cutting out a lot of the bullshit, which is yeah. I, I. It's kind of like watching your kid go to school for the first time. Not that I have kids. Uh, or I mentioned this like uh, on the the podcast from time to time, um, but right now I'm listening to uh, Storm of Swords, uh, the third book in the series, and one of the things that uh, I keep thinking as I listen to this is. It is amazing the job that they have done on this show. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, there's some, some differences. Nothing where I was like, I, why, would, why in the hell would they do this? This doesn't make any sense to me. Um, and not to mention, just like you said, cutting out all of the bullshit. Uh, and uh, on that note, uh, the way I'm listening to it is through uh, Audible. Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash Mad, and you too can listen to any one of the Game of Thrones books for free. You get a free credit to download, uh, and you get up to 30% off, uh, I think it's 150,000 different titles now. Uh, so go to audibletrial.com slash Mad. And you can get that. And that book that we mentioned earlier that's part of the contest, The World of Ice and Fire, that is also on on the list of possible um, books for you to download. Uh, so go to audibletrial.com slash StarkRavenMad, and uh, you can get that for free. And as I think David said in the last podcast last week, uh, even though we're giving it away, it's kind of free for everyone. Hmm. Yeah. That's one. If you yeah. want a hard copy, you can win that. Yeah, if you want the hard copy signed by the entire SRM crew. I love, then, that, we're, uh, I love that we're going to ruin this book for someone. <laughs> <laughs> the winner. Uh, Jerk signed every page of this book. What the fuck? Yeah. I can't even read the maps anymore. We drew, we drew like a flip book in the corners. It's like, ooh, it's, it's us doing the podcast and flip book. Form. Oh, I would love that. All right. Just, I need the same picture. People sitting around similar. a table. It's very similar. Uh, what do you got in the way of plugs? Uh, outside voices whoop, whoop. pretty much every Saturday, every kind Saturday. of. Um, at Triple Double every other Friday at Figment Theater. Um, Manny Petty's over, not over, but we just finished our run, so I don't have anything to plug there. Oh, if you're in New York, uh, this upcoming Tuesday, I have a, a show at UCB Chelsea at 11 o'clock with my advanced study performance class. Come check it out, it's free. Be in the audience. Kevin? Uh, this next Friday, May 8th, uh, 8.30, playback, is at Figment Theater. Come check it out and suggest some songs for us. To in do. Philadelphia, by it, the way. Oh, These we're are in, all in yeah. Philly. Frank? In so Corinne's Tub. I've got uh, every Saturday, Big Baby, pretty much, uh, at Fit. Um, every fourth Friday. Yep. No, sorry, Saturday, every fourth Saturday, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, study hall, uh, which is great. Um, we got uh, every uh, other Friday, something simple with Alex and Frank host Wildcard at Fit, and then every other Friday from that, uh, Triple Double. 
I think that's it. Oh, and uh, I'm uh, the Prince. My sketch group uh, has a. We're going to be in Iron Sketch at Fit. Oh, up. Ooh, cool! So check nice. that out. Nice. I didn't know that established uh, groups could do that. We do. Yeah, we're uh, judging. Oh, okay. And Got it. and performing a set. It's there's a new format. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yes. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Outside voices mostly every Saturday. Um, and uh, too late with Rob and Joe, a late night talk show live at Philly Improv Theater every fourth Friday of the month at midnight. And I'm also going to plug Flannel Palooza Chacachella, which is a music festival featuring a bunch of um, a bunch of local bands uh, and a band that I'm in, a a garage rock grunge parody band uh called the flannel chucks uh right now sign up we've got the flannel chucks johnny showcase and the mystic ticket daniel de jesus brass hole fiasco jawbone junction the mean wendy band huey and the white cheddar boys jimmy hack matt sean max and fred the tubes useful rooster and tickets are 15 bucks or 20 if you want drinks when is the show it is uh good call june 11th thursday june 11th at uh upstairs at the asian arts parlor at figment the big upstairs space from 8 p.m. to 11 p.m. Cool. Uh, and for me, uh, it is the I Direct the Future, which performs almost every Saturday at the Philly Improv Theater. Uh, as Frank said, study hall every fourth Saturday at 7.30 p.m. at the Philly Improv Theater. Uh, I don't know my next show. I know I have one coming up. I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, but you can find that information on MikeMarbach.com, um, as well as some other things to waste your time on. Uh, and let's go to Katie with some, uh, anything you want to add that, we that we've talked about. Um, I just, uh, I feel like cosplayers are going to go nuts <laughs> after seeing this episode. Like in my head, when they're in the brothel, I just pictured this girl finishing up her Daenerys costume and just seeing the hole, the butthole, and just like taking scissors and just being like, it's done, it is perfect. So we all win. Yeah. And like, I just see like at least five women trying to get into like New York Comic Con with that. Which is the butt cut out. Which is the butt cut out. Um, I thought that, I feel like the editing is getting consistently more choppy, where like there's no real trans, like, like you guys said, like, there's weird transitions. Like, we talked about this, and now we're here. Like, there's no, like, blending. I feel like there's no real blending. Especially with the, all the sex scenes seem really strangely edited in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a good episode. It's definitely a build-up, so let's see what happens. Cool. Uh, and winners and losers in any order? Tommen is a winner. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Janice Slint is. is a loser. <laughs> Alright, so we're just going for the easy ones. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, oh, let's see. Um, my loser is going to be Sansa. Because, damn. She's in, Ooh, she's yeah. in a tight spot. <laughs> she's in a tight spot. <laughs> Real tight spot. Quite a pickle. My hair. And <laughs> my winner is going to be Jon Snow. Yes, because dude, dude, is, dude is owning his role as Lord Commander. I mean, he's got his first... Execution under his belt. Yeah, that's he's, he's becoming a man before our eyes. It's amazing. Uh, my winner is going to be if your name is Ollie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if your name is Ollie, you either get to wear a beard or you get to sit in on the big boys meetings. So good for you, uh, good for you, Ollies. And uh, my loser, <laughs> uh, my loser is going to be uh, 
Sir Ponce. Uh, Sir Pounce? Sir Pounce. Sir Pounce. Sir Pounce. Yeah. yeah, he got replaced. He got replaced by a new pussy, and that's sad. Same for Sir Pounce. Winner is... Um, God, when is Jon Snow? I'll just say because it already happened, and he's just he's he's making great moves. Loser is the High Septon. Um, oh yeah, because yeah, interrupted right in the middle, like the coolest role playing ever. Uh, <laughs> to go have to walk your Hank Hill ass around around <laughs> Flea Bottom for a while, um, and I and and I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna start a thing every week. Uh, we are we are at 13 episodes now without the Blackfish. Oh, yeah. baloney. Uh, and for me, before everybody leaves, uh, I'm going to say the winner is John, uh, for obvious reasons, but it just means that he's going to probably be the loser soon. Uh, and the loser, I'm going to also go with uh, Janice Slint. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. Great, great loser. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh... You guys had chopped off? Yeah. Uh, okay. That'll do it for us. Uh, thanks, everybody. Kiss me. Kiss me. Barley